Good morning, my friends. Saturday morning, August the 1st. Hard to believe. Here we are. First day of the month of August. Last month of summertime. Many are getting ready for school tomorrow at our church. We're having back to school Sunday. And I hope that you're getting ready for a great day tomorrow at your church. I'd like to read to you this morning from Genesis chapter 3, verse 13. The scripture says, And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. And I did eat. If you've ever been around someone who's a practical jokester, you know that when they play a joke on someone, that they're very believable. Nobody would ever believe a practical joke if it wasn't believable. It is the fact that someone has been charmed or pulled into the believability of the joke that causes a person to do what the jokester wanted them to do. However, when Satan plays a practical joke on someone's life, his goal is not only to laugh at the one who believed him, but his goal is also to hurt them. Eve learned this the hard way. She said to God about, Satan, about how Satan got her to eat the forbidden fruit. She said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. She was saying that the serpent, which was, which was filled with Satan, tricked her and deceived her into eating the fruit. It was not a practical joke that Satan played on her. It was an actual deception that he got her to believe um, to her own hurt. The word beguiled that Eve used to describe how she fell for Satan's lure is a perfect word to describe what Satan does to people all the time. The word beguiled means to charm, to attract, to dazzle, to hypnotize, to entertain, to amuse, to delight, and to fascinate. In other words, Satan actually deceived, misled, and fooled her into believing that eating of the fruit was actually a good thing. We could put it this way, that Satan hypnotized her with his charm to get her to eat of the fruit. But, was supposed to be that, but the fruit that was supposed to be so good became so bitter and hurtful. Satan's tactics have not changed to this day. Satan still beguiles people into believing that his way is the right way only for people to find out that Satan has duped them. The one night of pleasure to appease your flesh with someone who is not your spouse only leads to bitterness and regret. The one drink of alcohol that Satan makes um, look so attractive only leads to a lost job, broken marriage, and children who grow up living an alcoholic's life because of what they learn from their parents. The one picture that Satan entertains your flesh with to appease the lust of the flesh only leads to bondage that is hard to break. Satan is the greatest deceiver of all time. Never forget that. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that he offers that is true. Satan can paint with an attractive curb appeal, but you're going to only find disappointment once you go through the door of sin. Every offer that Satan gives is filled with deceit and lies. Yes, he is the master at attracting people with his charm and appeal, but his offer never reveals the inside of the package. Now, here's the key to avoiding Satan's offer. That is, stop relying on how something appeals to you or how something makes you feel and start relying on the truths of God's word to make your choices in life. My friend, the church that makes you feel good through its worldly entertainment won't make you feel good when sin has ravaged your family and life. The way of life that seems to be so dazzling with the lifestyle of the world will seem so dirty and disgusting when sin has finished destroying your life. Let me challenge you to stop relying on how mesmerizing things, things may seem and always base your choices on God's word. 
Just because something feels good doesn't make it right. Doing right won't always have the fanciest curb appeal, but the delight and joy it brings by doing it, by doing right, always brings fulfillment. I hope this reminds you to be very careful about Satan's tactics. My friend, have a great weekend, would you? Have a good Lord's Day tomorrow. But let me remember you, would you be good to everybody this weekend? Why? Because everybody's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.